0: The Dorkside News Network, and this just in. Yeah, uh, um, I'll save it for Kat, because she's a huge Mango fan, but uh, it's pretty good.
1: There's uh, two other flavors. Obviously, the lime one, which I like a lot, but I actually like that one the most out of the three. And then there's a berry one, which is funny, because the berry one says blueberry on the box, but when you take the can out, it just says berry, and it tastes like cough syrup.
0: Huh. I mean, because... Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> because Pepsi needed to do that, I guess you know Pepsi owns Mountain Dew, and Mountain Dew does all the other crazy flavors every month. So,
0: uh, flavored Pepsi, best of 2019. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Actually, I mean it might be the Mountain Dew. No, but the uh, the mango Pepsi is probably the best Pepsi
0: so far. Yeah, I mean Pepsi's the worst of of the colas. So. <laughs> um, it's a step in the right well, direction. Yeah, the fruit juice so. plus Pepsi is better than normal Pepsi. <laughs> I, I agree with that.
1: Okay, so uh, yeah, we're we're back. It's been it's been a couple of weeks because we're we're breaking down our schedule now, so we don't have to record as much because it gets to be a lot every week with both of our schedules. So um,
0: well, it's quality over quantity. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So yeah,
1: we're making sure all this is good. Uh, if you're just joining us, it's the Dorkside News. I'm James. I'm Richard. And. Uh, Normally we do news because that's our news thing, but we're doing our year end review. I th- I thought we'd yeah, well not to try and copy every other podcast. Uh, other podcasts are doing like you know top five uh, best selling games. We're just doing our own like what we liked from this year.
0: Yeah, I mean if if you want all the other top twenty nineteen like top twenty nine tw- toilet experience top twenty nine. Like flavor of of Twinkie, go to some other podcast. We're gonna have the good stuff here. It's
1: funny you say that because I actually have a friend who writes an honest review of every toilet he visits when he goes to a public restroom. On their, on their, but that's not in this podcast. Not in this podcast. You should do a podcast about that. Uh, yeah, so we've broken it down into five categories. Excuse me. Uh, TV shows, movies, games, board games, and gadgets. Uh, we had to separate board games because Rich and I play a lot of board games, yeah, a lot, and uh, we know the good ones. At least I think we do. <laughs> yeah. I know the ones I like. So yeah, there we go. Uh, we're going to start off with TV so- shows, Rich. Um, and, and I understand
0: that. Like I've I've carefully and thoughtfully organized all mine into top one through five. Yep, and I have not. And you have not. <laughs> so um, so people at home, if uh, James is horribly wrong, don't hold it against him. He his you know the the right answer might just be in a different order than it should
1: i don't necessarily have them in the in the order but i do have the top like the very top um and i figured i would keep mine not in any specific order because i know a lot of our list is going to coincide sure so it gets confusing if i'm like this is my three and your five no that's
0: fair it's gonna bounce around It, it always does yeah
1: so we'll keep the numbers on your side and we'll have you start off so what's your number five for tv shows
0: this year all right so which i i just changed to best shows Best shows. Okay. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, I don't really watch TV anymore, but <laughs> best shows. Okay, my number five is, now, just to clarify, there's no right or wrong way to decide what is the best. If if you're like best, hottest people, I guess that's a way to validate it. Yeah. That wasn't my way. My way was things that I think I will look back and think, this was amazing. Yep.
1: For me, for me, it's things I'll look back and be like, I'll probably watch that again because I have a habit of watching yep. things again.
0: So my number five was Black Mirror season five. Interesting. Yeah. Not
1: on my list. So we're starting off good there. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah. Um, Black Mirror season five really explores um, augmented reality via these like little discs that can first record memories and then insert memories and then insert entire experiences and then insert like augmented reality that you can like walk around and you can see things that computers are like putting in front of you. And they really, really, I think as uh, like this, you know, 2020 might be one of the top years for VR, where it kind of goes mainstream. It is. I, know, I know so many people with VR, yep. but I think it's going to go mainstream, mainstream, like everybody's going to have it.
1: So it's it's New Year's Eve that we're recording this, and I'm actually going to a friend's house to, uh, for a New Year's party after this. Yeah. And the, the highlight of the party is we're going to be playing Beat Saber. Yeah. It's going to be a Beat Saber like, tournament, I guess. So, I mean, it just shows how, how much VR yeah. has
0: come up in literally the last year. So I think we're going to look back at Black Mirror Season 5 as, wow, they really thought about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm gonna have you go
1: on to your number four because I'll just probably throw in mine that aren't on your list. No, that's fair.
0: So, number four for me is The Witcher. And this honestly, like I could have come up with 10 shows for 2019. Yep. This was the year of shows. Yes. But The Witcher, um, I you know, honestly, episode one, I was I was like, you know what, this is really cool, and I'm kind of bored. Because, man, I hate, hate, hate big armies of fantasy extra people in costume. I just don't care. And I, like, The Lord of the Ring, uh, Two Towers, like... Big war thing. Big war. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I want everything to be about individuals, like heroes. Yeah. But, man, after um after episode one it just gets so good and the detail and that cg on the eyes like um and i, I had Jennifer's purple fucking eyes are so oh, and his crazy. golden and, eyes yeah, and is. i had to explain to my girlfriend i was like those can't be contacts yeah and she was like well what do you mean why not and i was like because contacts they're the outside of the eye but for for eyes the outside's clear yep the colors on the inside and so they're literally recoloring all their eyes every frame it's crazy it's it is nuts yeah
1: um i I will try not to well i'm gonna have to spoil my list right now but witcher is definitely my top show of this year top show top show of this year surprisingly yes wow um and i can i can chalk it up to one experience that fucking song that the bard (laughs) sings i have been singing it nonstop (laughs) for like four days
0: (laughs) it man um it's it's definitely tough and netflix had so many winners this year but uh i think um i think i think the witcher it, if i had more time to think about it because it's because it, it just came out i just watched it yep. all um if i had more time to think about it i think it might be in the, my top netflix show but i haven't had enough time to really like drive it home drive <laughs> it home yet so uh, yeah
1: no it was it was super good for me i liked um I didn't know anything about the witcher going into this. I knew three names um, from just in passing Geralt of Rivia, Yennefer and Triss. Oh, and Siri, obviously. Um, So I knew four names and I knew that they were going to have some importance when I heard the name and I was like, okay, this is going to be important. So it was cool. Not knowing anything about the witcher going into this. Like I even right in the first episode, looked up what is a witcher. (laughs) I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was just so good. And then, I think the only issue I had was what everybody wants to happen in this season yeah. doesn't happen until the last episode. Like you, but that's how they do it. I mean, uh, yeah, they got to give you some backstory.
0: I uh, I came to it um, very similar to you. I I've played uh, probably about four hours of the first game, not first game, but four hours of Witcher three, mm-hmm. and I hate the control scheme. I can't get past it. It's garbage. So it's
1: funny that you said that because I just also bought Witcher, Witcher reads <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, I have to now. Um, and I was listening to another podcast where they were saying the exact same thing. They hate how the controls work. Apparently, they knew this a while ago that the controls are bad, and they added in an alternate control mechanism where you can just go into the options and change to alternate control, and it changes the entire way you play. Oh. and. I was I was like, why, uh, okay. why is everybody complaining about this? Because I had it on, yeah. And when I went to go look at my options, people, they knew that people were going to go do that. It was already as my default set as alternate. <laughs> so when I switched it to the, the standard, yeah. I was like, oh, I hate this. I can't do this. It's uh, garbage. Well, switched, it, switched it back to alternate, and I was like, this is good now. I okay, like
0: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna reinstall it <laughs> because probably uh, like I've owned it for a really really long. Time, yeah. So they probably didn't have that alternate. <laughs> yeah, it probably didn't. All right, um, number three, The Watchmen.
1: Also not on my list,
0: only because I don't have HBO. So you, I, you're I not dating Filipino, <laughs> yeah. so you don't have access to the Filipina uh, HBO account. <laughs> um, man, The Watchmen. It's so topical. So the the background of The Watchmen is all around how because they have masked vigilantes in the Watchmen universe um people well, very specifically like white supremacists start uh killing cops yep and so the cops start wearing masks um to so that they can have secret identities basically that people don't know that they're cops so they have like fake jobs and all this stuff and uh it's so cool, and it has some time travel components, which I always love. I always love like, oh, wow! Like because of this, this happened. That happened in the future, but now that now you like understand what? Oh my god! I don't yeah. want to spoil it, but it's
1: no. I I was so I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast yeah. on um, uh, Star Wars because I love to hear him freak out about his stuff. And uh, he started off with with a Watchmen, and he was like, "Let me tell you about the big dick that is Watchmen." And he just kept going on about it. And he was like, "That reveal—I don't know what reveal it is because I haven't seen it—but he's like, yeah. that reveal was mind blowing." And I was like, "Oh
0: man, yep!" Like the character on the on the screen was her mind was blown, my mind was blown, <laughs> our minds were blown together. I was like, "It's so good. It is. It is so good, and it's so topical to this." Um, split personality that cops have in this country of being both the heroes that we rightfully respect and look up to, while at the same time, there's bad actors. Yep. And those bad actors are the worst of the worst. So, uh, yeah, a, a great, great topical show. Great acting from all the character, cast and, and crew. Um, I don't know if they're going to do any more in that universe, but I hope so. Because this wasn't a series, this was a mini-series, yeah, or whatever they call yep. it, yeah. Um, okay, so are we gonna keep going and then you're gonna insert the ones I missed? Yep, okay, Umbrella Academy,
1: yeah, also th- on my list, definitely on my list this year. So that was my number
0: two. Uh, I would put that as my number three, I think. Okay, I uh, you know, it. it it's hard because, um, and and this is. One like I said, I could have ten. I yep. could have ten. I left off the um, Amazon Prime. Um, actually, I left off two Amazon Prime shows that I'm I would think might be on your list, and I just I just left them off. Um, the superhero one the boys boys oh, oh shit i didn't,
1: didn't even think about that <laughs> see that's what i'm saying
0: like this was such a good year this yeah. was an amazing year wow um the boys deserved to be on the list somewhere but it didn't so oh to be i mean to be fair looking at my list and hearing your list i still think my list i would prefer my list the way it is like i okay. love the boys but yeah i loved it um but man i hate watching shows on amazon <laughs> it's a bad experience
1: that's why it's number 6 on our list <laughs> cuz it's on amazon
0: <laughs> if if the same show had been over on netflix or disney plus then i would be like oh no it's it's on the list yep um but yeah no umbrella academy it it was the start of the year for me of amazing shows yep and that's why i left it in even though maybe it's not as strong it still it was still first it like it kicked off this entire year of like everything that happened, and it was unexpected because I didn't think, um, I didn't think ba- like you haven't read it yet, right? No, I haven't. I I think you should read it, even though it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they they just did such an amazing job with it. And again, time travel. I love yeah. There are lots travel. of time travel. In lots. This <laughs> yeah. Um, so I look. I'm really looking forward to season two. And uh, my number one, uh, obviously, if I haven't mentioned it yet, then it's, you know
1: what it is. It's my number two. Is the Mandalorian. It's the Mandalorian.
0: <laughs> um, I uh, There's ups and downs of the show. It's not a perfect show. It is by far not a perfect show. But uh, I'm actually am not giving it a number one because it's my most exciting favorite show. But because it is the show that inspired the world. Like... Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> so much so that our next episode is going to be the Mandalorian, I guess,
0: spoiler cast. If that's what you want um, to call it, and It would not be without Baby, Yoga, Baby Yoda.
1: Exactly. Um, and yes, we said Baby Yoda, if you're uh, in your car having a nervous twitch because we said Baby Yoda, get over it. Get over it. I've already explained why we can call it Baby Yoda in a Facebook post. We don't know Yoda's race. Never been canonically announced. So we just call him Yoda's. And because we don't know the race, we call it Baby Yoda because that's the only thing we know it as. Yeah. And apparently, Disney has a big problem with that. You have to say either the the child or um, damn, what did the guy call it in the very first episode? The or the second episode? Uh, like not the the acquisition. Um, damn, I can't remember the word. The package. not the package. But in that same vein, starts with an A. I don't remember, but they only allow two words at Disney for yeah. Baby Yoda, and Baby Yoda is not one of them.
0: And um, if they do not put Baby Yoda on their merchandise, which they didn't even bother to make.
1: So they did.
0: Not originally.
1: But what their issue was, was they couldn't release it until Baby Yoda had been on screen. Because if they had, it would have been a huge,
0: huge spoiler for the entire series. Okay. So um, we know a Filipino that works in the Disney merchandise department. And they said that... The number one complaint they're having now that, like this was, uh, this was mm, about a month ago. So that was already, I mean, Baby Yoda had already been out for a month. And the number one complaint was there was not enough merchandise. So um, they, they had no concept of how popular this character would be. That's funny. So they might've had a couple things, but... They did not have the full wealth of backpacks and purses and all it's, and hats and all the things that should be baby. Yoda. It's funny because there's there's two
1: for me. There's two specific things in the Mandalorian um, that should have their own I guess spinoffs or shows. Obviously, Baby Yoda should have his own whatever his own show his own show or whatever. But I wanted to point this out: this the stormtroopers in the very last episode. They should also have their own show because those two were fucking hilarious.
0: We'll talk about it. We'll talk about next <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, so that was your top five. That's my five. top five. Uh, I, obviously, I have two on my list because yeah. we know we, we, that's just how we did things. Um, so one of mine was Raising Dion. Now, I haven't finished yet, but I'm 90% of the way through. I think I have one or two episodes left. And it's already like three episodes in. In my and top like, 10. Holy it- shit, this is so good. And I think the most interesting thing about it and the thing I like about it is the, the children, all the children are ridiculously good actors for being how old they are. Yeah. Like Dion himself, or I don't know his actual name, but uh, Dion is I'm guessing eight or nine in real life, maybe, but he's seven in the show and he like, he just nails it. It's crazy how, how well it is. And uh, I didn't know Michael B. Jordan was in it. That was a surprise. Yeah,
0: And he does a great job. I mean, when you don't shoe, shoehorn him shoehorn him into like some random role just because you're trying to launch his stardom or whatever, he's a great actor. Yeah. He is legitimately great. It, uh, my girlfriend was sad because I explained how that little girl, um, I think they have a lifespan of no, normally no older than 19 years old, something like that. So um, I'm pretty sure she has, uh, I mean, she looks like she has P, uh, Peoria. Or Pageria. Pageria, yeah. And they, they live very, very short lives yeah. unless we're like in the future now and technology has fixed that, but I don't think so. I, uh, I went to high school with a kid and he made all the, all the girls cry. Cause he was like, yeah. So, um, I have like another year or two, like, you know, two years yep. left, but that guy, he was so happy and upbeat because when you have a short life lifespan like that, um, you can either just be defeated or you can be just amazing. live up what you got. Yeah. And she is a great actress, that little girl. Yes, yeah, she so, is all of them like all yeah. them.
1: and uh the girlfriend keeps calling me pat because i act i act like him apparently i was like that's not fair that's not I mean, a compliment yeah, i know it's not because he's he's really awkward he's he's <laughs> slightly fr- annoying like the
0: friend-zoned uh friend-zoned guy that is a little obsessive yep yeah
1: And then my other one that was not on your list that was in mine was uh, Stranger Things. Now, I know Stranger Things has been out for two years, but I'm specifically talking season three since it came out July 4th this year. And uh, holy shit, what an ending.
0: Great ending. (laughs) Um, Did you think season three was the best of the three seasons?
1: I think so. I really do think so. I think two kicked it into high gear for me to like
0: three as much as I did. I I have there's things that I like more like the um, the daughter of oh man um, the the girl with the sailor outfit what's her name I suddenly forgot now it's she, been since she's July fourth the daughter of uh, um the not the mayor the lady who played Poison Ivy oh yeah yeah, yeah. um and Chris Hawk. Uh, Ethan Hawk, Ethan, Ethan, Hawk, and Ethan, Hawk. Ethan yeah. Hawk and Uma Thurman's daughter. Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. Yeah. She was amazing. I think she was the highlight new character. Like compared to the little um, Max little Redhead. Yeah. And Max was a dud. Like she didn't live up.
1: To- I was getting really mad at Max as her character, not as the actress. Uh, yeah. Because I was like, stop trying to make things happen the way you want them to. Stop it. it I hate, was- <laughs> yeah. I hate,
0: I hate girls like that. So, um, but uh, Ethan Hawk's daughter, amazing. I don't know. In my top 10, definitely. But the there's so many amazing shows. My, it just yeah. wasn't in my... Um,
1: my favorite thing about this was I actually um, finished it on July 4th or July yeah. 5th, I think, when it came out. Um, and I kept telling my girlfriend, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. And she had no interest in it. So I finally convinced her to sit down and watch the first uh, one or two episodes of Stranger Things season one. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I can understand why you like this. I will try and finish it for you. So we got to the end of season one. And I was like, what if I told you right now, I bet you, your favorite character at the end of this entire series is going to be Jonathan. And she's like, there's no fucking way. He's such an asshole. I hate him. We finished season three, and she's like, I hate that you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan is like one of my most favorite characters. His like re- re- weird redemption arc of yeah. him being an asshole, and now he's like best friends with Dustin. And It's true. It was so good. Oh, I loved it. it so good. And then of course, the um, the um the song uh the song that they sing at the very end <laughs> yeah. i had that stuck in my head for weeks so when so, it came uh, out. i played that that song so much <laughs> i played both versions the one that got in those things and the actual <laughs> one uh, never ending story that's what it was all right let's move on to movies this is going to be a big one for us because it wasn't that good for movies this year it really was not it wasn't i mean there was some obvious uh, there is going to be some obvious answers in here but if we were trying to make a list of 5 we actually struggled with this a little bit really did Movies weren't that great this year.
0: My my list is not, it's in a quasi order, <laughs> but because the movies are so weak in general, I, I don't have a lot of commitment <laughs> behind <laughs> these.
1: Um, it's, it's your, so your, your number five today could be your number four tomorrow yeah, and switch back and back. Exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: So my number five was Star Wars, the uh, rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Uh, it was my favorite of the of the last trilogy. Yep. It um it was enjoyable. It, it it did everything right. Honestly, it did everything right. Anything that was weak, in my opinion, was weak only because Abrams had to fix episode eight.
1: Yes, and that's the that's the argument I keep trying to thrust into people's heads. Like you know oh, why did they do this? why did they do that? And I was like, because Ryan Johnson fucked it up, like that's what he did. he like Snoke should not have died in the second episode. That shouldn't have happened, I think there should have been a whole nother, like thing, a whole nother you know instead of whatever you know, I'm trying not to say too many spoilers here, yeah. but th- I do have to mention it was one a
0: couple years ago, so I mean, I don't
1: know well, I'm talking about
0: on the uh, rise of yeah, Skywalker. yeah, it's only been a week so
1: so uh, this is a it is a minor spoiler, I think. Um, but I, I did, it's something I need to get out there. People are not talking about it enough. Everybody's talking about the ending, of course, because the ending is the most important part of the entire Skywalker saga, you know, it's the ending, yeah. but Jedi master Leia has not been talked about enough. And that was a truly pivotal moment for me in watching the movies. It was crazy to think when you're starting off that movie and you're mm-hmm. like, how can Leia train Ray to be a Jedi? She's not. And then you go 30 minutes in the movie and you go, holy shit, she was legitimately an actual Jedi. Yeah. And it explains why she had the crazy force powers in the second movie.
0: She got, um, I mean, she got married as a Jedi master. I don't know. They're really, uh, you're not supposed to have strong emotion. Well, so I think she
1: was, uh, she was a Jedi. I don't think she was actually anointed master because of everything. She gave up her lightsaber and all that stuff. So
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, she had all the training though, so she yeah. could teach it. Great show. Um, I I really like Babo. Uh, uh, yeah, Bebo. I was a, I be, what was I, it? I don't know. Bebo Babo. Um, great addition. You could buy life size versions of of him, and uh, I think I think he uh, would be a valid merchandise option. They probably didn't again because they're probably like, who who cares about this character who has probably like three minutes of screen time, but. <laughs> Uh, I like I cared for him. I liked him. Um, yeah, that was my number five.
1: I, I want to look this up real quick because this was something. Um, I don't remember how to freak people. Bob, uh, what's that? How to how to pronounce his name? No, not that. So oh. Babu Freak. Okay. So there's something funny about this. Um, Babu Freak is the little creepy alien thing who can hack droids who can hack droids and especially in this one it was it was uh, important but the voice of Babu Freak was the most important it was done by Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter that's the voice of Babu Freak wow so when I saw that I was like oh so Shirley Henderson that's what I was trying to figure out Um, the girl who did Moaning Myrtle did
0: Babu Freak's voice you know what the weirdest thing about media is i kind of had a a crush on shirley but she's like 50 or something like that now so i mean (laughs) maybe maybe older i don't know she's pretty quite a bit older now um but when you see movies and stuff like they're stuck in that time that whenever they filmed it so she just forever is is that like cute geeky british girl
1: and then she was also in a couple episodes of doctor who she was yeah
0: like that um a
1: lot um so star wars i don't I was gonna say confidently before we started recording number one, but I don't know now. My I feel like it's You're gonna make it number one? I was gonna make it number one, but it's 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 also
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like two weeks from now, Star Wars is gonna be gone from the collective consciousness of the internet. And then we're gonna
1: be talking about not the next big saga or the next big epic, but the next movie. That came out of nowhere that people weren't expecting stuff like knives out or you know like that people just weren't expecting that's a not yeah. a franchise it's just yeah. a movie
0: so that i mean I don't, I don't think star wars is a super strong entry because i just don't think anybody's going to care about it too much they're going to be far more excited about season two of mandalorian yeah. than they are about
1: which we've gotten official confirmation that season two of mandalorian is coming
0: from john favreau himself in 2020 so um my number four the irishman now remember, my definition of the best is not even necessarily movies that I loved, but movies that I think left the biggest footprint on the year in people's like minds. And The Irishman um, is a great movie. I, I keep meaning to watch it, but it's so daunting because of how long it is. It, it does not feel like three hours. Okay. Just like Endgame, yeah. did not feel like three hours. This this movie does not feel like three hours and it is i mean this is just another classic like an an immediate classic award-winning movie it's got uh and i mean there's certain actors that are just so good that anything they do they're going to win an award (laughs) in because they don't take you know everything yeah they only take what is good um it is a scorsese movie too yeah it's scorsese Uh, it's um it's mobster legends like Hoffa um there's little things like his fascination with ice cream and stuff like that that just kind of like um makes it quirky and interesting and um they use the de-aging techniques to to good effect it's just a great movie it's just a great movie so um I don't it's not really a topic that I care about per se um yeah I was gonna say that because that's what's That's what was stopping me from
1: watching it and why I haven't watched it yet is because I don't really care for mobster movies that much. Yeah. But then I say that and I'm like one of my, one of like a a top 100 list. uh, The Departed is on that list for me. And The Departed is a mobster movie. Yeah. And that is a crazy one. So I'm like, maybe I actually can watch it and enjoy Um, it.
0: It's like my number one movie of all time, Shawshank Redemption. It's a period piece and it's prison. And I don't. I don't care about or watch, like, it's not like I watch tons of those kind of movies. I just don't, but, but a great movie is a great movie. Yeah. So yeah, I I think everyone should try to watch The uh, Um, Irishman.
1: And if you don't know where The Irishman's at, it's on Netflix.
0: It is actually a Netflix movie, three and a half hours long. Um, And Scorsese says, please, please, please do not watch it on your phone. Yes. You newfangled kids, (laughs) you need to stop it.
1: (laughs) Don't watch it on your laptop either. Watch it on a proper TV, damn it.
0: I, I The laptop is the least, <laughs> least qualified format, but all, by all means, watch it in your phone, do whatever you want because <laughs> Scorsese doesn't want you to, we don't care. Um, my number three, and, uh, again, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go back through the whole year. I'm trying to remember how excited I was or wasn't throughout it's, the whole year. And it's hard to do this list because you're not thinking in January, I'm going to put this movie down because I know at the end of the year, it's going to be on this list, but... Back in January, maybe February, I can't re- quite remember. Alita battle, uh, battling also on my list. I loved it so much; it was just so good. That format, I would watch anime nonstop if it was in that format. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, there's really not much
1: to say about it other than it. It was like people trying to shit on it because you know big guys anime blah 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 yeah and then everybody went to go watch it and they're like we have made a mistake because this movie is actually really good so good and
0: i mean they need to do another one they need to do 10 more of those i'm sad <laughs> because i feel like i haven't heard anything about a second one yeah um, and i it did well like it didn't flop but i don't think it it obviously didn't do billion dollar well because then it would have had like a whole fleet of movies with it
1: i mean we have avatar 5 in the works
0: but we don't wait (laughs) avatar 5 yeah it's going all the way out to 5 oh yeah but um avatar 2 didn't even get announced until 15 years later after the first (laughs) one so that's if i have to wait that long for a lead (laughs) about i'm gonna be angry (laughs) (laughs) um all right my number two avengers endgame
1: Also on my list, but as
0: a tie for possibly number one. It is kind of a tie for my number one. It is. Um, It is my legitimate number one. It's the movie that I legitimately like the most, but I put it as number two on purpose. Um, It's a great movie. And again, it had the most impact this year. Definitely, by far, had the most impact this year on the world. Not even just on the world, but I mean, obviously, it's a you
1: know it's a ten year franchise in the making. Yeah, we've been, but even there was a movie that came out shortly after Endgame that was affected by Endgame. Yeah, it's like far from far from home. Spider Man Far From Home. They had a whole segment on what happened during Endgame. Like it, it's even affecting
0: other movies that much. The uh, what makes me a little bit sad is the fact that Black Widow is going to be set before Endgame. So it doesn't matter so much. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm honestly the next movie. I'm honestly only curious to go watch Black Widow because of um, what's his name? Oh God <laughs> because the the sheriff yeah, the Russian the Russian <laughs> the American, the Russian.
0: you know it's gonna be a good David Harvey. It's gonna be a good yeah. movie. Um, it's just it's just weird to watch a previous movie. Uh, it's like a prequel that then has flashbacks to 20 years before. So it's really like a prequel with a prequel. I don't know. Um, I want to see what's after Spider-Man Homecoming and and after Endgame.
1: It's funny that you said that because I saw a picture today that made me laugh. It had Wanda on the cover with her brother. So in Avengers 2, I think it was, um, you know, the cover with Quicksilver who died. And then it had um, Endgame or not Infinity War. And the cover was Wanda and Vision. And the last one was Wanda and uh, Dr. Strange, because they're going to be in the new Dr. Strange movie. And Dr. Strange's eyes are all wide, like, am I going (laughs) to (laughs) die?
0: And that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. um, My number one, which makes no sense, just like the movie itself, The Lighthouse. Interesting. Haven't seen it. So this movie... Is filmed on 35 millimeter film. Okay, um, which meant the cameras were like so low exposure that they had to to bring on like super intense lights and then diffuse things to make it seem like it was daytime and all this weird stuff. It's got um, the same actors: Glitter Batman, uh, <laughs> Robert Pattinson, <laughs> and, um, William, and Defoe. William Defoe it's kind of vaguely Lovecraftian and this like descent into madness and horror and there's tentacles and there's dead mermaids and there's masturbation and there's just so much weirdness. <laughs> and, um, I mean, this could be damaging to your psyche just to watch the movie. <laughs> but- it's,
1: so it's funny you say that because we are planning another uh, episode shortly in the future that is also going to be very damaging to all of our psyche.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll you can thank Gabby for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That That one's damaging and probably a not good one. It was funny because I heard
1: uh, someone else talking about that. I was like, this movie is best viewed while drunk, while high, or while very tired. And actually, probably all three for the best of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, The Lighthouse, um, it's just so unique. And it shows, I mean, as much as people want to complain that the billion-dollar movies... Franchises like Marvel are um, overtaking theaters and there's no real cinema anymore. Um, It shows that uh, directors and visionaries can still like really push the limits of their artistic vision and create something really unique. And I think The Lighthouse is the most mainstream of what is effectively an indie movie.
1: It's yeah, that's re- fair.
0: It's got like real actors and it had um, a pretty wide release. It probably didn't stay in theaters very long, but it had a pretty wide release. Whereas normally, these kind of movies, you'd have to go to the uh, Sunrise Festival, uh, Sunrise? Sundance Film Festival. Sundance, Sundance yeah. Film Festival to see these kind of things. Yep. Um, but no, here it was. It made it to theaters. Cinema is not dead. <laughs> it scared some people. So. <laughs> I'm sure most people would say, yeah, but my entire rest of my list uh, is like pretty mainstream. Yeah. But- Yeah,
1: that's fair. Okay, so the, what is it, two, I think? Yeah, because I had Alita, Star Wars, and Endgame on my list. But the other two that were not on my list. um, And also, I know I keep saying a tie for for first, and you're going to laugh at me on this one. But I had to put it as a tie for first because I've actually seen it twice. And it's been a while since I've paid to go to a movie twice. I mean, I'll watch a movie repeatedly if I own it. Yeah. But I paid to go to the movie theater and watch this twice. And that was Frozen 2.
0: So I did like Frozen Two. Okay. I did. Uh and um uh, I I don't see I'm not i am not going to make fun of you for for <laughs> it being number one. And it I'm sure it was a billion dollar movie. Did very well. Uh, it was good.
1: It seems like the year of 2019 for me is um, you could make it onto my top five list if you have catchy songs because that's what it feels like. You know, The Witcher and then Frozen Two. There's a few other ones that had catchy songs. Oh, Stranger Things all of them had really catchy songs, but yeah, frozen two was, I really liked it a lot. And I thought they were going in a, when I saw the trailer, I thought they were going to go mm-hmm. in a completely different direction and they didn't go that direction. And I'm happy that they didn't. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, Anna's or Anna's going to get powers and yada, yada. And that never
0: happened. I never thought that until you kept going on and on about it. And so then I was like, is she going to get powers? And then she didn't get powers. And I was like, okay, okay. Here's <laughs> these characters. I don't really know too well. And, uh, I had no real expectations except what James said, and he was wrong. So,
1: <laughs> and uh, I would like to point out Olaf in that fucking movie. It's so funny. He was going through some weird like midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And then the yeah, and then um, I always like there's a there's a song that he sings. Or actually, he sings it with Anna. Um, and one of the lines is um, we all get a little bit older. And every time I'm in the car, I'm like, fuck you, Olaf. I'm not getting older. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. My favorite part is where, when he's doing the recap of Frozen 1 yes. and it just keeps <laughs> getting darker and darker and her parents die. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh,
1: and then also on my list, probably number five, because there was, you know, other movies on here, but How to Train Your Dragon, uh, The Hidden World. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to put that one on there because it was me and my girlfriend's movie yeah. this year. We both loved it. We both planning on cosplaying from it soon, but it was just such a good movie. It was ridiculously good, and uh, it had no business being that good as a DreamWorks movie because DreamWorks doesn't make good movies, apparently, except for How to Train Your Dragon. I th- didn't they make Shrek? No, or is but, that Pixar? Yeah, I mean that's no. I think DreamWorks made Shrek, but how long has it been since Shrek has come out? That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But no, this one was really good. Um, and then you know they introduced the Light Fury, and then they had babies, and then it showed them getting married. All those, it was just really good. I like I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, that's our that's our movies. There you go. So best gadgets. Oh, I guess gadgets. Okay, uh, that's fine. You, I think you have your gadgets on your list by specific gadget. I kind of went a little bit more broad. So instead of saying you know uh, TCL sixty inch blah blah blah, I just went big TV or something. You know, instead
0: of just saying it'll okay. make it'll make sense when we get there. All right, uh, one one of my five things. Is is technically more of a technology as opposed to a gadget. You can't buy it yeah. per se. Um, so uh, I'm not totally disagreeing with you, but uh, I expect to put in links so that if people want to buy the gadgets that I'm that I like, then they can. And if yours is like, but they can't, well, then there you go. Well,
1: there are I can put links in for mine, but I know one of them is sold out. So,
0: <laughs> so my number five is the iPhone Watch. Uh, you know, this is, this is one of those things where like, you know, the first generation of smartphones, which was iPhone one, um, was not great. It, it, it was okay. And early adopters like, this is amazing. (laughs) I did not buy an iPhone one. I was a razor, a razor kid. And, but that wasn't a smartphone. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's like, like iPhones are what count. Yeah. So Androids that copied iPhones were... Then that was when there was actually like a whole ecosystem of of smartphones. Yep. But before that, there was like flip phones, and there was like, but those weren't smartphones. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, the uh, the first generation of iWatch was kind of like that. Like I didn't care, and I and I definitely didn't care about the Samsung equivalent of smartwatch. And then the next year came out, and I was like, yeah, I still don't care. Man, I see so many. I'm so envious of so many people in the business world that use their, um, and and I don't know if this has equivalent functionality in the Android world, but the, the iWatch in the business world is used to such good effect. Like they all have them and they're all just glancing as they get messages and deciding based off of a simple glance, whether they should pull their phone out of their pocket, and actually do stuff yep, i've seen it at my job too they just like uh no i don't need that Yeah, i don't need that <laughs> and i'm like that's what i want that's what i want until i can get like a like a brain implant
1: <laughs> To just minority reported away yeah <laughs> like that's what i
0: want so that's my number five um gadget
1: so my number five so like i was saying it went a little bit more broad but it still makes sense uh i picked smart uh smart bulbs okay yeah um smart bulbs are just freaking awesome like, they are you're, you you have them here we use them for the party here um you can change colors you can you know you can use any kind of alexa or google or anything to turn them on and off you can set timers you can do all the stuff all the hues everything it was just they're so freaking cool
0: when i bought my first hue lights like five years ago and back then i would have never thought that my entire downstairs every single room in there has um, Wi-Fi controllable lights. <laughs> and people are like, is it brighter in here? Why is it brighter in here? But it's because I have all, I have timers on everything. So about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, as the sun starts like going past, it's still like outside it's bright, but it's gone past my windows yeah. and my living room gets dim. Boom, all the lights like flicker on. And yeah, I just love it. It's so good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That is a good... <laughs> technology that um has reached a cheap price point yep that you can afford and to do this stuff
1: i wanted to point this out too because our um the apartment that our uh, my girlfriend and i live in now um uh, we only have one light switch that controls the fan and the light yeah so and i'm not trying to say i'm lazy but it is kind of <laughs> it is kind of annoying um oh i want to turn off the light switch it turns yeah. off the fan shit okay i need the fan on but i still need the light off so now i need to pull on the string and i was like i'd rather just sit in my bed and be like hey turn off the light Oh, there it goes. It's off. Cool. Done.
0: Yep. And it's when you, when you stop, uh, first world problem. <laughs> yeah. When you stop using switches and you actually start using your voice to control all your lights, that's, um, that's the next like laziness that is just, <laughs> it's so good because when I go into my bedroom and I'm like, well, before I would have had to like turn a switch off and we, one of us would have had to walk to the bed in darkness or whatever. Yep. No, now I'm just like, okay, no, uh, Alexa, turn on my, um, side lamp. And then I just can't wait for five years from now and be like, Hey, Alexa, just feed me, put it in my mouth. For me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, uh, that's my number four is Alexa. I honestly
1: is actually on my list too.
0: <laughs> I have had Alexa for three or four years and I never used it. And this year I use Alexa every single day. I tell it, Oh, can you make the downstairs warmer? Can you make the downstairs cooler? Uh, hey, can you microwave for 90? I was gonna
1: say you, you stepped up and got even a smart microwave now. And just, <laughs> I love it. It's so
0: good to, And timers. The timers are so much better with Alexa than they are with my phone. Um. The they're easier to manage, the, the interaction with it is so good. I use it to manage my sous vide cooking. Yeah, I'm like, hey, can you set the temperature to 131 degrees? And it's just all these different things that have come together to be very much like a Star Trek experience. Yeah.
1: Um, I actually, again, it was on my list, but there was something specific about it that I put on my list. Oh, what was that? And that was Samuel Jackson's voice. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I'm <so> like, ridiculous. <laughs> um, unfortunately. When I was looking in there, because we got it on your Alexa, um, the explicit pack is not out yet. Oh, they, they that's made right. it's, it's not really... Yeah, they made it seem like it was out. It was. It's a trial period, and then I guess the explicit pack is coming. Oh, okay. So it's not that it's not out. It's just I guess we have to wait for something. I don't well, know. one day it'll start,
0: you know, cussing at us, and then <laughs> there you go. So my number three is only applicable probably to cosplayers the LG Styler. This is a personal, smart, Wi-Fi controlled... um, uh, Oh, man, what what do you call a a, uh, dry... Oh, it's a personal dry cleaning device. It's a closet. You put things in and it uses AI to perfectly dry clean it. To get rid of wrinkles and all that kind of stuff and i tell you what doing films with costumes and cosplay things of like hey we just like because for some reason cosplayers always order pieces that show up like the day of the convention yep and you take it out and it has all these wrinkles and then it's like okay we'll get out the uh um the steamer the steamer and try and i hate using steamers i hate it <laughs> But here is this like magic Star Trek closet that you put stuff on the hanger inside the closet and then you close it. And then it uses like AI technology to perfectly know how to dry clean it. And it's your own dry cleaner in your house right there. It is super cool. It is way too expensive. Even for me, <laughs> it's like $1,100. Um, but I have spent $300 on my on my, uh, my steam cleaner device thing that I use. Uh, and so it's not crazy. It's not totally crazy. Yeah, it's not. Ah, uh, man. But also, I, I can move my steam cleaner to hotel rooms. Yeah. And I can't haul. <laughs> you <Take> your closet.
1: <laughs> it's like a small refrigerator or something <laughs> like that.
0: Uh, next on my
1: list was the Oculus Quest. So specifically the Quest, because it's okay. the most advanced. Um, One of the, one of the, I don't want to get inflamed for it. One of the most advanced VR units we currently have. And I mean, VR shows awesome.
0: I mean, it's uh, the most advanced at the price point.
1: Yes, that, that's the, what I wanted to point out too. It's very fair price point because yeah, Valve. So it's not
0: the highest resolution, but it's it's fair. Valve has one
1: that was out, and it's I think a thousand dollars. And I was like, no thanks, I'm not going to pay. But it's better. It is better, but I don't. I mean, I just want to. Yeah, I want the best VR, but I don't. I don't have the money to pay for the best VR. I want the introductory VR.
0: So that's called Facebook money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. And uh, so the Oculus Quest is actually affordable. Um, it's got, you know, all the games you need. You know, Beat Saber, Vacation Simulator, Job Simulator, Rick and Morty's
0: It's It's one simulator. of those things where, you know, back in the day, um, you had Betamax, which was higher quality, and you had VHS that was lower quality. And... Um, and you had things like laser disc yeah. which was higher quality but which one the absolute the cheapest thing yep and it was kind of junk but um it got humanity through that dark period <laughs> before dvds dvds and blu-rays <laughs> um yeah it's uh wireless vr is so much better it's such a huge difference uh, I kept wanting to pull out the wireless VR for you guys, but we always do other stuff. So yeah. I just yeah.
1: I mean it's it's like, yes, I really would like to try out the VR because I still have yet to even play Beat Saber and apparently I'm apparently gonna play it tonight. I'm gonna be in a tournament tonight now, apparently. Um, but it's it's every time you come over, you're like, but there's a board game we want to play yeah, <laughs> or yeah. something. Yeah, just,
0: yeah, just take it no, back to That's you. a legit technology of 2019. Um, my number two item was the June oven. Which might sound strange because I have the Echo Oven, not the June Oven, but the Echo Oven is a microwave plus um, convection oven. An
1: air fryer too, Plus air fryer.
0: And the June Oven is seven devices, not just three. It also includes a dehydrator. I think it will tie your shoes. I don't know. It, it It does a lot of stuff. It has cameras so that it will um cook your food to perfection. So I have a my microwave the uh the echo oven. It has a thermometer and so I can tell it roast a chicken and it will roast a chicken to exact perfect temperature. But the June oven um can cook the chicken to perfect golden brownness and that's like yeah, your chicken might be perfectly like healthy cooked, like it's not gonna make you sick, and that's great. But the June Oven's gonna go and go the next step and make sure that it's actually the right like crispy goldenness. Yep. And uh, so yeah, the June Oven that's it seems the closest thing we have to a Star Trek cooking experience. And so I'm I'm super envious, even though I just I literally just got mine a couple weeks ago. <laughs> You're like I need to change it out. If I could have doubled my. My pay for <laughs> for the thing, I could have got four more gadgets. Yep. In one.
1: Is it a rehydrator like Star Wars or Star Trek? So you can just you know.
0: That could be one put in, seven. Put I don't in know. one of the little pill <laughs> things and <just> Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get made fun of for this one, but this was so cool. So it's called the Disney Princess Live Your Story Castle. Okay, it's I I saw it at Hallmark because that's where my girlfriend works. Um, it's a castle, giant castle. And it has all the famous Disney princesses in front of it on little stands. Like They look like amiibos, basically, is the best way to explain it. Um, and you can hit a button, and it starts playing the, Disney, the, the traditional Disney theme. Okay. You can then take out any one of the princesses. So I can take out Jasmine, pop it right in the center. It starts playing a whole new world. I can take that one out. I can pop in Belle. It starts playing, um, I don't remember what song it was all of a sudden, but... It starts playing Bell song. You can take it out. You can put an Ariel's. It starts playing um, the Little Mermaid song. It's each one of these is coded to when you put it in, it plays that princess's song. And I swear to you, for 10 minutes while I was waiting to pick up my girlfriend, I was playing these damn things. And I was like, this is so awesome. Like I could just keep moving it around. And there was, I think, eight or nine princesses. So, Okay. And it's technically an ornament. That's what's funny about it.
0: Okay. Wait. Though, How is it an ornament? I don't know how it
1: hangs because it's huge but if you looked it up on hallmark it's listed as an ornament
0: i don't are, know how it works figures These, um ornaments figures, and you take them off the tree to you put could probably it, do that yeah yeah that makes sense
1: we have something like that too at our house uh with the harry potter castle we have you know three uh harry ron and hermione hanging on the tree and you can actually hit a button and they're all plugged into the castle and the castle will start speaking their lines
0: oh, for whoever fun. you hit
1: it's pretty cool but this one was just, I mean, it was just fun just popping them on yeah. and off. And I was like, I had to put this on there just because I was having so much fun with it.
0: Hmm. Okay. That's that's legit. <laughs> uh, my number one is the Sony WF-1000XM3 noise-canceling headphones. I have never had noise-canceling headphones before. And I just, the sound is so good. And it's <laughs> like... Um, they're comfortable and they're, um, easy to charge and they work great with my phone. And, um, you know, I'm used to noise canceling headphones being these kind of like big boxy things that go over your ears. And I'm not against that. Actually, I mean, my headphones that I use on my computer are big boxy. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. But in terms of getting noise canceling functionality, when you're on an airplane, when you're, um, when you're out in public and stuff, it's, it's a great experience. I really like it. And I, if you had asked me three years ago, if I liked Bluetooth headphones, I would have said like, no, who wants that? Like I don't want to have to charge cables or something like yeah. that. Like I, no, I just want to always plug it in. But, um, now that the vast majority of smartphones no longer have headphone ports, it kind of made me like, kind of forced me to, yeah. And I'm not against it. The experience is better. It is just so good. Um, and yeah, I, I really like them. It's kind of
1: funny because mine is almost the same thing. Uh mine's the music cozy sleep headphones slash eye mask. Okay. So they're also Bluetooth headphones, but they're also a giant mask that goes over your face, like an eye mask. Um, and it's the it's one of those. The best way to describe it, I hate putting headphones in when I'm trying to sleep because they don't work. They'll either fall out, they hurt when you lay on them too much. Yeah. So these were specifically designed to not be painful. Okay. To work Bluetooth, to have like a sleep setting. Um, and the, the eye mask, you know, has lights and stuff that can help bring you down to sleep, all this other crazy stuff. And I was just like, Yeah, these are awesome.
0: Okay, that um, sounds cool.
1: Yeah, they, and if you look at them, it looks like um a daft punk movie or a daft punk music <laughs> video or something because yeah. they're huge. They have lights on the outside and they go over your ear. It just looks like it's like a weird, like VR light type don't bother Fabi. She's usually snoring and, you know, drooling on her side of the bed. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I,
0: I, I sleep typically within seconds. So I just, I have a
1: very, very hard time getting to sleep at night. So it helps Buddhism. Yeah.
0: Meditation. It works. All right, so best video game. Games, video games. All right, what's your number five? My number five is Control.
1: Are you you familiar (laughs) with Control? I'm very familiar with Control. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. um, I'm I'm more surprised to hear you say it because Control got shit on for no apparent reason. Because Control is a very good game.
0: It is a very good game. It's a very good game.
1: It did not make the money it should have made. (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it
0: because... Here, um, uh, to be fair, the, the games that got the most attention this year, I did not think lived up to their hype. So there's some games that I was like, well, should I put Kingdom Hearts on here? Yeah, I didn't even- Nobody cared. I didn't put it I know. mean, everybody cared until it came out and then very quickly it was just gone. And Death Stranding, oh my God, it was so big, I'm crazy big. Uh, and then nobody cared. It's just gone. So, um, so no, I, in, in this category, I actually went with games I like, as opposed to games that I thought were like, so significant to the, that's fair to cultural
1: consciousness. That, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Um, what's your number five?
1: My number five. Uh, well, again, I don't have them in any I particular order. Um, but actually in this one, I could probably put it in order. Uh, graveyard keeper. Are you familiar with stardew Valley? So Stardew Valley is like a hyper, not a hyper realistic, a hyper intense uh, farming game where you can fish, you can farm, you can mine, you can go into a cave and fight monsters. And your whole thing is to just earn money to go to the next season to unlock more and more stuff. Okay. Graveyard Keeper is exactly like that, except it's a graveyard. And and Steam, PlayStation, what is it? Uh, I'm playing it on my PlayStation. I believe it's also on Steam. Okay. Um, it, it's again. It's almost the exact same idea as as Stardew Values, but instead of just doing farming and stuff like that, yeah. you're also maintaining a graveyard, a church. I'm gonna check it out. It sounds cool. It's pretty fun. Um, does it have an end? There is an end. Eventually, it does take a while to get there, though. Mm, okay. It's it's not a it's not a you know a couple hours game. You'll have to put some time into it, but. I've also found out that I've been doing it the way wrong, you know, because I just am like, well, I want to get this skill unlocked so I can cut down and get more that trees. Is so you, and then they're like, you know, if you just did it this way, it's a lot easier. Oh, damn it! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's fun because you know, and then you get there's also different endings, so you can um, level up your church to the the best possible church yeah. and have that ending, or there is um, I forgot what his name was, but some guy who's trying to take down the church, and you can side with him and start helping him out and get the i guess you can call it the bad end it's it's i guess morality yeah says if it's good or bad i don't know but it's super fun i've been i've been enjoying it and they have um expansions slightly named after famous things so there's stranger sins okay and yeah. bre- and, and i think it's called breaking things or something like that like a breaking bad yeah yeah um and then you and stranger sins you can get a uh a zombie to help sell your stuff while you're not there so you can help it, you know. You can have your undead person man your store while you're just doing stuff. I don't know. And then, and the other one, you can uh, main, you can make a bar. So the whole thing is, you go to the bar in this one to sell most of your stuff, yeah, but yeah. you can make your own bar in one of the expansions. So it's super fun. I've been playing a lot.
0: So my number four is Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> now, to be fair, this one is a little bit like cultural consciousness, like, <laughs> um. Unlike all the other games, like, this this game, like, so many comedians, so much Like, I just see references to this game uh, con- it, constantly.
1: The last game I've seen memed this hard, I think, was, like, maybe Doki Doki Literature Club. But it's been a while since, like, everybody yeah. and their mother is using this meme format. You for- don't
0: even need to play this game. It's just the memes that come out <laughs> of this game. That's it. That's all you need. It's great.
1: And I guess the best way to... Because uh, I heard them describe it like the creators of the game because it's on it's coming to place actually it's already out on playstation i forgot we announced that um it's already on playstation it's also on pc but uh basically you're just a dickhead goose who's exactly. stealing shit from <laughs> from the farmer that's the whole point of the game <laughs> it's like you're not a good guy in this one you're you're an asshole so that's what makes it i think even funnier you're you're goose yeah uh number four <clears throat> number four for me um uh, I'm going to say I just recently started playing it, so I'm going to say Enter the Gungeon. Um, you would probably okay, yep. not be surprised that I have several roguelikes on this list because that's my apparently format of games. Yeah, I have consciously been looking for roguelikes now because I know that's what I like. No, that's fair. Um, Enter the Gungeon is a top-down uh, twin-stick shooter that you can get several different guns um several abilities and relics and stuff and you just have to get down to the third or fourth floor you do that you start over there's four different classes there's all kinds of things to unlock so
0: it's just fun i, I thought you were gonna say it was some sort of rogue uh, roguelike deck builder
1: no but there is a roguelike deck builder on my list <laughs> but this one's really funny because the, the guns themselves like you know how borderlands has really funny guns well this one has they call them like there's one that's called the mailbox that shoots letters Okay. There is a bullet that shoots guns instead of a gun that shoots bullets. There's there's just all kinds of stuff. And the coolest thing about it is, I I didn't even realize it was happening until I it saw it actually happen. There's some relics that partner with guns that combine into a better version. Okay. And there's also some guns that combine with other guns, and it just happens. You don't have to make it do it. So. I had an M16, like, assault rifle that I was walking around shooting stuff with, and then I picked up a shock rifle, and they melded together to shoot electricity and bullets at the same time. And I was like, "What? The f- when did this happen? This is so cool. And there was another one that uh, I had a relic that uh, gives me an extra heart, yeah, uh, and uh, the gun just, just does whatever. But they combined when I picked it up, and it when it hit me, it spawned four guns on all sides of me. To shoot everything for three or four seconds, like a defense mechanism thing
0: the the primary reason why I own ten to fifteen roguelikes is because I love the equipment mm-hmm. um, drop of roguelikes. I just hate everything else about <laughs> roguelikes and and if you like like I love RPGs, so if you approach a, a roguelike as an RPG it's exactly as much fun as any other RPG until you die. Yeah. Until you die, it's exactly as much fun. Well, see, And that's what tricks me. Yeah. And this
1: one is a little bit more interesting because, so you don't, again, you don't level up like an RPG. You unlock stuff. But the stuff you unlock spawns more frequently than the crappy stuff. So technically, even if you die and you go unlock another gun, that gun will show up in the dungeon at some point when you're playing it yeah. more frequently than the crappy guns will. So it actually is kind of progressing you forward in a, in a weird way,
0: but I don't know. I just like roguelikes. That's just nothing. Yeah. So my number three, disco Elysium,
1: the RPG of all RPGs this year, apparently it it's, won several
0: awards. It's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, if you like planescape, if you like, um, I mean, it's an isometric RPG. That's funny. Uh, kind of like uh, point and clicks or anything yep, like yep. that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's amazing.
1: There's not much to say other than it won four fucking awards. Go play it. Go play it. That's yeah. it. Uh, my number three, if we're doing that, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order.
0: I wanted to put it on my list, but I haven't played it. So I was like...
1: And it's not higher on my list because I'm having issues with it. Yeah. Some actual hardware issues where the game will restart or freeze or stop because... It wasn't play tested
0: thoroughly. So well, it's EA. Yeah. They don't have enough money to spend on <laughs> QA. <laughs>
1: don't get me started on EA. <laughs> I'm so mad too because of what I've played, yeah. the game is amazing. I love how it plays. I love all the techniques, all the fighting, everything. I love it. And I'm also really, I guess, happy, maybe upset, because I was like, oh, I'll just I always put my games on the second from the hardest difficult. Not the hardest. I'm not that crazy because I don't start <laughs> games like that but I'll go from like the second from the hardest. And I started mine on this one and it's legitimately fucking hard, like yeah, really, yeah. really hard. And so I was like, okay, maybe I might need to scale back a little bit, but I've uninstalled it for my PlayStation
0: wow. because I've just been having so many issues with it. That's brutal. I mean, just to uninstall it, you just basically like, what's, what's the odds that there's not going to be enough fun new games to keep you from installing it again? Yeah. And so that's probably it. Yep. Yeah. Um, my number two... And this I cheated on is, uh, because it was out last year, but it it came out on PC this year. Okay. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair.
0: Um, yeah. Amazing game. And it's on PC. So I don't have to use the stupid controller. I own it on PC, PS4. So, I mean, whatever. But I just hate, um, I hate shooters on.
1: You're a mouse and keyboard guy. Mouse and keyboard for shooters, 100%. I
0: love (laughs) controller like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Love controller.
1: Enter um, the Gungeon, I, it is originally, it was a PC game and then yeah. it's on a PS4. I don't know if I would have played it as a PC game because it's a it's a it's listed as a twin stick shooter. Like, yeah, it, it's really, it's really difficult to play it on a keyboard and mouse, but people have done it. So hmm. I don't know. Um, my number two, Borderlands 3.
0: And... <laughs> Again, I, I've never played any Borderlands games but I felt like it deserved to be on the list so, yeah. I'm, so I'm glad you put it there.
1: <laughs> Borderlands 3 is just a good game. Uh, the, the Mad Moxie DLC just came out where you can get more guns and Jack is back and it's it's just awesome it's a good game. I love playing it um, and I'm really glad that gearbox started listening to people. Originally they were going back and every week every week legitimately every week um, rebalancing all of the classes. When they were like can you just fix the ui maybe start there yeah. because people have issues with it they finally listen and fix the ui so
0: nice
1: um yeah it was a significant improvement for me like i would hit start and it would just be like well i'm gonna go to the bathroom while the menu comes up but now it's like i hit start and it actually, and actually still coming out with uh new content yeah the mad moxie dlc just dropped i think a few days ago um and yeah it's huge it's actually um, the first time I think in Borderlands where it's required four person, um, content. Wow. You need to, you need to play that because it's so hard. You can't do it yourself.
0: Hmm.
1: So, and surprisingly not my number one game. Uh, I don't think if you
0: know me, I think if you were to predict what your number one game of 2019 would have been based off of how often you talked about it. I feel like Borderlands 3 might have been there. So it's good that it hit it, number two.
1: It is, but I mean, for how long you've known me and how long this year has been, you might have heard me specifically talk about another game, and that's my number one.
0: All right, so my number one is Mortal Kombat 11. I uh, This is only me. It's just my own personal enjoyment. It's the game that... Uh, I just love fighting games. I love fighting games with story where I don't have to play with other people and I can just enjoy yeah. the story. <laughs> That's fair. And it's so cinematic and I'm so enthralled with the story. It's just like uh, those those people, same as um, Injustice 2. I actually don't care. I don't care that much about Mortal Kombat other than the fact that I've been playing Mortal Kombat since Mortal <laughs> Kombat 1 way back on Sega Genesis, yep. uh, which is where I played it, where uh, you could have blood. Um, so... I have a lot of history with Mortal Kombat. I do love Mortal Kombat, the franchise, even the the quote unquote B movies. I don't think they're B
1: movies because I like them a lot. I like so. them
0: a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm totally enjoying it. and and to be fair, I only started. I bought Mortal Kombat 11 a long time ago, but I only actually found time to play it in the last month because of all the holidays and yeah. stuff. So, uh, and
1: Terminator is actually out, I believe, now for it as a playable character.
0: It is. Yeah. So, I haven't, I haven't bought that DLC yet. Yes, yeah, it's,
1: it's weird. Um, did you ever watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Not Annihilation. What was it called? Uh, was it Annihilation? I think might have been the the YouTube series that actually just went to a DVD because it was so good. There's so if you haven't seen it yet, it's it's an amazing like fan made uh, story. Oh,
0: no, then maybe I have
1: because I have. There was one about. Um, Raiden being stuck, I guess, in a human body, and he was like in a mental institution, and he had to get out, and the only way for him to get out is for him to die, so he can be released from his meat prison. Yeah. And there was Sonia was in there. It was like it was really, really well done, fan served like fan made. So I just it was really cool for the story. I just wonder if you seen yeah, that. Check it out. Um, and my number one is <laughs> to no surprise, if you know me, Slide Spire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say about that? And on top of that,
0: they, that's an award-winning game. It people. is an award-winning is. game,
1: and they have just re- they're uh, they I think it's beta version right now, but they have released an official new class. So there's been a lot of mods where you can I can play as Sailor Moon, I can play as Rick and Morty, whatever people have made mods for this. But there's an officially a fourth class now, and she is insane. And I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet because I've been trying to work my way through the actual. Uh, not story of the game, but, like, the actual game itself and not jumping into the beta version because yeah. I can't unlock achievements there. Okay. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a trophy hunter. Um, but she's crazy. She jumps back and forth between Calm and uh, Wrath. Yeah. So in Wrath, she does double damage. She takes double damage. In Calm, she generates more mana. I don't know how it works because I haven't got a chance with it, but it's cool she goes back and forth between these two forms.
0: The, uh, <clears throat> you can, um... You can see some of what the like uh, the de- game designers have released. Like they've released pretty long videos explaining like their motivations and their their design des- uh, decisions that they made. And these people are very passionate about games. And I I do love supporting when the people creating something are putting their heart and soul into something. Yep. So, um,
1: and maybe I can entice you to play it again because while technically not a story, there is a story in the game. Um, every time you go to an event space, there's a chance that it'll either be just a regular monster or it'll trigger an event. And each of these events, when put side by side, actually create a story. And there's also now a final boss too in the game. And the final boss is it's getting close. Almost. It's, I,
0: um, I I am very much a story person. Like I I read a book every three to four days now. Um literally a whole book every yeah. three to four days. And I listen to an audio book um every five to seven days. So I need video games that really just like feed me a bunch of story. Um, but if they're adding more story stuff, then maybe. Actually okay. I was thinking about getting into um or getting back into uh heroes of the story. No, um What's the Blizzard card game? Oh, Hearthstone? Hearthstone. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go back to it. Um, There's
1: no story in Hearthstone.
0: I thought there was a story in some There's, of the single player ones. Okay,
1: so there is single player. Okay, I guess I wouldn't necessarily call it a story mode or like a campaign mode. Yeah. It's just expansions. The but very, they do very, have story. and you yeah, do the play very by beginning,
0: yourself. there was story. Um, and then after you leveled up your classes, like it was basically just yeah. like that.
1: There's, and there's a lot of it actually now. So now that you said that, yeah, the single player campaign. That's all I care about. Is it's story-based. There's a lot of story-based. And actually um, the last two or three expansions, the one player solo mode expansion led into the next expansion of cards that they're going to talk about. So it's pretty cool. Like the two expansions ago, we were talking about the League of Evil Explorers or the League of Explorers or something like that, which led into the League of Explorers cards, which then led into the dragons where we're at now. We're in dragons all dragons. There's a lot of dragons. Um, yeah. And my honorable mention, I know we didn't do these for any of them, but Heroes of the Storm, because I always play it. But uh, and I don't think I've even told you this. Um, ever since the last game, the last board game we've played here, um, I got really upset with myself uh, at being too competitive at literally everything I try to do. Yeah. So I've stopped playing competitive games just all competitive games so yeah. i'll play slay the Spire or something because it's not competitive i'm just playing yeah. playing the game enter the gungeon is just a repetitive game um i haven't played competitive games since the last time we've played a board game so
0: okay um <laughs> uh, i think that that might be a um you know i always i i think the healthiest thing is to try to understand what makes you so competitive so that you can unhook that from your well-being yeah. um But until you can do that, I think it's a personal, uh, uh, personal good thing for your, because, uh, you know, you don't, when you, when you flood your system with excess adrenaline, then you're losing seconds or minutes or hours off your life. Mm -hmm. And I just like, you're like, do I really want to die earlier?
1: Just because I didn't win a
0: game? Yeah. Yeah. No. So. Cool. And speaking of the last topic, board games. Board games. So, um, I think, uh, I think we're, you know, we started very, very strict. The top of the, the top <laughs> of this channel or the top of this episode was literally things from 2019. Yep. And I feel like we've, we've started creeping in some 2018
1: and 2017. Well, so to be fair, Um, I, the way I was trying to pitch this episode to you was even if it was stuff that we discovered in 2019, like we hadn't played any of this stuff until 2019.
0: But it's just, uh, that, that applies to games very well, but it's kind of weird. If you watch a movie from 10 years ago and you're like, (laughs) I just discovered it. Like, no, that doesn't, that's not right.
1: I just watched Donnie Darko for the first, that's a 20 year old movie. No,
0: (laughs) but board games literally take a while to travel around the world. So I mean, And apparently sometimes they even take a while for you to
1: get them because Wingspan is still
0: on the way somewhere. Well, I actually need to look into it because, you know, with all those fires in Australia, oh, because I ordered right. it from an Australian board game store, I'm like, will I ever get it? Does that that's board true. game store even exist? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Um a cheap board game, and I'd, I'd feel worse for the board game store that...
1: That burned down? That yeah. burned down
0: <laughs> than a board game. Like, keep my game. Okay. Like, pay for... You know, a wall or something. I don't know. But uh my number five for board games, the DC Deck Building franchise. franchise. <laughs> um DC Rebirth came out, uh, which we have and yep. we played and I loved. Um, but we have gotten so much enjoyment from this series this year. Yep. I've had it for years, and for some reason this year. We started really pulling it out, and it seems like every two, two and a half months, we play a night of it, Yep, and I love it every single time. Yep,
1: it's, it's good fun. Uh, I like the the two-on-two one that we did. That was really fun. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. I don't remember which version that was, but I
0: specifically Versus. like... um, uh, I think it's called Versus.
1: The DC Deck Builder one?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's... um. Well, I think it's like a subtitle versus, oh, okay. and then there's different versions yeah. of it that have like the different characters, like Batman versus Joker, and
1: the the one I like the most though, Fear itself was, or no, is it no, it's not Fear itself. Why do I keep saying Fear itself? I always say Fear itself, and it's not. Oh, it's uh, a yeah. uh, villain, sinister. Th- um, it starts with an F. That's why I keep saying Fear itself, it, but it's not.
0: Yeah, that's the one I've had the longest. Yeah, that was that was the first one I had. The other one where you play as the villains instead of yeah. the
1: heroes, yeah, that one. Um, my number five is Secret Hitler, and we've talked about it before. It's just it's a uh, it's a super yet, fun no party, party game. Uh, we're gonna play a version of it soon. So when we uh, get board games back up, uh, I'm gonna bring the Donor Dinner Party, which is yeah. basically almost the same thing, not quite, but close enough. Uh, but Secret Hitler. One person is Hitler, half of the people are fascists and half aren't, and you all have your own agenda that you're trying to push forward, and you're all secretly voting on things to happen that you don't know if it's going to go through or not. And so the whole goal is for Hitler to be Hitler and take over everything, for fascists to win, or for the people to win. It's super fun. Because it's, it's like, the best way I can describe it is kind of like werewolf
0: yeah where yeah. you
1: all are trying to do things in secret but you're trying to influence the game somehow by you know
0: my favorite thing about werewolf you know so werewolf is based off mafia yep and um mafia existed before the board game revolution before i mean werewolf there's like literally like packaged things, but mafia was like being passed around like universities and stuff. So, I mean, cause you can, you don't need anything to play it. It's just pieces of paper. Um, and I've played with people who didn't speak English, but they knew how to, sp- how to play mafia. So we could play werewolf just e- easily well. Um, and they could point and they could understand that they're a werewolf or they're a villager. Yep. And I, I think that that's super kind of cool and interesting. To play with people who don't speak the same language but you all they've all played the game or versions of the game themselves and so it, yeah it's you, just, super cool. you just know yeah um my number four terraforming mars uh there's been like three expansions this year they went from people demanding expansions and there was basically like one one expansion to this year they've released a ton and especially i i loved last last week's expansion yeah
1: uh, Terraforming Mars is actually my number one for this year because every time you say that we're going to play it, I'm like, yes, which corporation am I going to get? What, you know, what am I going yeah. to get this one? How am I going to do it? It's so fun. Um, my, uh, so that was my number one, my number four, I'd say is Gloomhaven. Um, and I know Gloomhaven might be a 2018 game, but we did start
0: playing. Technically 2017. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and this is with a weirdness, right? Because. It existed, and then they did a, a Kickstarter, and so we got the second printing. Mm-hmm. And you you literally couldn't buy this game until after, I think, the Kickstarter raised enough money that they could actually finally start populating board game stores and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we we got it in December of last year, and we tried to play it. We, we tried to put it together, and we played like a couple rounds, and we did it all wrong.
1: Yeah, and we were like, this game is stupid. Why are we playing? And then...
0: Yeah, it was we like, learned okay. how to play it. Yeah, and it was great. It, it it definitely is a absolute great game. You can see why it was in the top ten of Board Game Geek. Yeah, for so for years. Yeah. yeah, it was there for a long time. Yeah.
1: So I think well, you're number three now.
0: So my number three is Gloomhaven. Okay. Yeah. So um,
1: my next one, since I don't have an order to mine, uh, was uh, Lord of the Rings: Journeys in the Middle Earth. So that was the companion yep. based and that was app. my number 1. That was your number 1? Yeah. Um I it's only less than that because there was one other one we played that I liked a little bit more. Um but yes, it's it's uh I guess you can say it's a legacy game cuz you do play more than one round of the game.
0: It uh I feel like it's almost the best version of a of a legacy mm-hmm. game. Because you have all the all the advantages of the legacy game like you don't know what's going to happen next and you don't how many times did we get totally shocked by what happened in a boss battle
1: my favorite thing was so i think it was like the third or fourth um map or level of whatever you want to call it we were like okay well the last time this happened so we're just gonna let this happen or we're gonna do this and we did that and the exact outcome we wanted to happen was the exact opposite thing of what we wanted to happen. We were like, well, shit. Because um, I remember we let one of the the orcs, the big orcs or whatever it was, go. And we thought it was going to end up killing. And remember the very last <laughs> the very last match, we are like, okay, we're going to throw everything we have at the main boss because he's going to get back up. And we're going to do it again. And he's going to get back up again. We know that's what he's going to do. And we brought him down the first time. And the game was
0: like, no, he's actually dead. And we're like, what? we we overkilled him because we were so ready <laughs> for him to get back up and we were we ready were for so it careful and we were so like yeah like don't be too close because then like we might all get wiped out <laughs> like it was so yeah um and but i think we still only won with two rounds left or something i think like no i
1: think we only had one round left if we yeah. hadn't killed
0: him oh it was only danny danny yeah. was the only one who had an action left yep So we still, even if we hadn't, we still might've won, but it was unlikely. I don't know. It it was great. It was a good, fun experience. I, uh, man, I I love the game. I, the only thing is, is that I, uh, they, they sold a DLC campaign and you think like, oh, it's digital. The campaign's digital. So it could be super cool. And we haven't played yet. So I don't really know, but I want more characters. Yes. Like, I, I don't want to play the same characters again in this new campaign.
1: Um, and we did, I would like, if if it's possible, if we ever played Lord of the Rings again, I would like all of the characters to be present. Because I'm I'm assuming that would make it a little bit easier. Because the one character we didn't play with is the healer. Jesus. Yep. Well, no, I'm saying so, like, because we have, oh, no, there are six characters in there. There's, and there's only five characters. spots. That's yeah. right. Okay.
0: They make Those you choose. Bastards. The bastards. The- <laughs>
1: Uh, and then my last one, um, so my number two, because Terraforming Mars has been number one. My number two was Betrayal Legacy.
0: That was a good game. I actually was not sure <laughs> if that was a 2019 game or not, but I had already compromised my values, so maybe I could <laughs> put it in. Man, that was a good game. Yeah. That, that was everything I want from a legacy game.
1: And it had all of our like hints at fandom, like, yeah. oh, here's a Doctor Who episode. We're not going to say it's Doctor Who. We're gonna say there's a blue
0: box and there's a dude that travels around in it. Yeah, here's uh, here's hints to Cthulhu There was a Cthulhu yep. episode, a Frankenstein episode. Yeah, I had everything, yep. man. It's so good.
1: And uh, the I don't want to spoil it if you guys are trying to play it, but I do. I did want to point out that the the best thing for me that made it my my made my list was the fact that the villain of the entire game was staring at you the entire time, and we didn't even realize it
0: i would have um uh, you know uh we, so we're i think we're going to be doing pandemic legacy season one next okay and what's nice about it is that there's pandemic legacy season two after that i really would um play the exact basically the same game betrayal house on the hill legacy if they did it in seasons yeah if i knew it was gonna be like okay well here's an, basically another set of characters and another whole box of secrets and same same engine, right? I don't need like, I guess different tiles even necessarily. Just use the same. Well,
1: okay. So yeah, I was gonna say well, you can use the same tiles, but please let's let's not use the same one that we have the uh, the the b- blood marsh or yeah, whatever <laughs> that stops your movement on the very <laughs> front which they were like, I think we already looked that up, but like, there's like a one in thousand chance or something there's like that.
0: There's only one other person on the internet that <laughs> posted the same problem.
1: Well, how did this happen? We this survived. Sucks. We got through <laughs> it,
0: but it hurt us. Yeah. Uh, my number two game, which is the last game that I haven't mentioned yet is Nemesis. Um, oh,
1: that's right. I didn't play that one. No, I think I did. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. I remember. Cause it was one of the times I was sick and I couldn't come yeah, over. Yeah.
0: So that's, uh, Nemesis, the, it's a cooperative game and the way it starts is, uh, you open from a hibernation ship, a hibernation pod on a ship and there's a dead body from a crewman that is exploded. Like it's like the corpse is on the ground and it, I think it's exploded. So something was inside it and, uh, it sort of scampered off. So it's the opening to the movie, uh, alien yep. or something. And, um, each of you have two missions, a personal mission. I a, did play this You one. did play it. Yeah. And a corporate mission. Well, I now have even more expansions for it <laughs> and more game modes. And there's like a two part where you play the first game where hopefully you survived, um, got back to earth, escaped the ship. You blew up the ship. So all the aliens are dead. Um, but then there's a second one where you play... Uh, the CEO of the corporation who's brought a squad of Marines back to the ship to uh, try to reclaim the ship (laughs) and maybe reclaim some alien um, things to use. as You know, just like the movie aliens or whatever, you know, where the evil corporation is trying to probably use bioweapons. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know, whatever. It is super cool. I love the quality of the material. And I wish the, the only downside is, is that, um, it is a it is a longer game for setup yeah and it's not the longest game of setup that we have, but it is like a longer game and uh and it's I mean there's a little bit of betrayal yep and uh, not the game like literal betrayal yeah literally like <laughs> you have two missions one to basically like probably save yourself and one to do what the corporation is asking you to do, which is probably asking you to like, maybe kill everybody else and then um, set the ship to, to go back to earth so that they can, you know, collect all the aliens or whatever. And uh, um, yeah, it, it's just some people in the group have been a little bit stressed and I, I was like, I don't like to add games that have betrayal components yeah. when they're stressed out. Yep. So, yeah.
1: Um, I wanted to say, cause we're at the uh, bottom of the episode now, uh, there was one honorable mention for this one as well. And I suddenly forgot what it was called, but it's the the newest Cthulhu game that we've been playing.
0: Uh, Cthulhu Death May Die. Yes. Uh, that is, it's not, it's not legacy. It's not, but it is,
1: but it's not. Because it's campaign based.
0: It is, yeah, it's
1: like. But it's it doesn't like, permanently
0: change anything. Yeah. That is a great game. Yeah, That is a great, fun, action-packed game. And it's fast. Like the setup is pretty fast, and the in the and the put away is pretty fast.
1: Especially with how like I th- I feel like this the the creators of this game specifically mm-hmm. realized people were having issues with games that have tons of components. Like where do I put them? Okay, I got them all out. Now how do I put them all back? Yeah. They were like, okay, everything's in this box.
0: Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, Cthulhu Death Day, It's one of those things where like if um so hopefully we're gonna play through a lot more mm-hmm. of the campaigns over the next you know six months. And then I think probably it's going to be on my list. We just only played it twice. Yeah, we've only played it twice. But I have thought about it. And uh, I met a guy while seeing Star Wars, and he said that he has a two-foot-tall Cthulhu that was a special Kickstarter thing for Cthulhu Death May Die. And um, there's like, when you fight him, you actually have to move your characters to different parts of the body. So like the top of his head and his hands and stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, that, that looks pretty cool. I'm actually uh, going to do a collab special episode with that guy. He's going to bring it over and we're just going to like hang out cool and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty
1: cool. All right. That's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you for listening to us rant or rave, I guess, depending on what we did, uh, about 2019.
0: And, and- it- if you guys disagree, um, comment.
1: Come argue with me. I'm, I'm I'm very argumentative on Facebook, so
0: he's, he's <laughs> trying to avoid conflict though. So help him reach nirvana inner peace and just explain how he's right to his opinion, but wrong on no, all accounts. But wrong in all counts. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks you for listening. This was Dorkside News. Bye bye. Bye guys.